Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we will be discussing the Korean boy group Only One Of. Uh, but before we get into that, um, Chelsea, what have you been doing this week? Way more than I have, apparently. Well, I put all these things just because I really wanted to like talk about them. Um, because I haven't like gotten any new albums or anything like that. So, um, I watched a pink's interview with Jesse and it was great. Cause I know nothing about a pink. Um, and they were funny. Like they were really, like <laughs> Jesse knows how to like Jesse and Jesse's show really know how to just like bring out people's just natural side and kind of bring out the side that probably most shows wouldn't do if that makes sense like they were having them do silly stuff and it was freaking hysterical um one of the members in particular was really funny she kept going like i'm the sexy member and she she do these like (laughs) and everyone's like why do you keep doing the same drop over and over again (laughs) she's like it's my move (laughs) amazing Um, and it was funny just because like They've, I think they've been around together for like, uh, like 12 or 13 years. So, I mean, it's been a long time. And so they have like a very, you know, you can have a very interesting dynamic working together for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a comeback coming soon. So that was exciting. I'm definitely going to check that out now. Um, we in from Mama Moo has a YouTube channel now and she's been doing a lot of content with like her recent um, album that came out under her new company. And on her personal YouTube channel, she did this vlog where she went home and spent time with like her parents and her grandparents and like friends from her hometown. And it was really cute because she just was like, I'm terrible at this YouTube thing. Like she kept like She's like told her friend like take this shot of me standing at the <laughs> the train station and she does this pose and then immediately drops her mic off her <laughs> and she's like wow I'm a professional <laughs> but it's just really funny like um I've seen a lot of like behind the scenes content for Solar and Moonbeal but like not a ton of Wein so like I don't. I haven't seen, like, a ton of Wien's personality, and I forget, like, how funny she is. Like, she's just hysterical. Um, and she's very blunt and, like, kind of not afraid to take a compliment, if that makes sense. Like, I've, I've watched a few of her things where, like, people compliment her, and instead of being, like, all shy, she'd be like, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she just takes it on confidently. I love that. Um, I also watched From Miss Nine did a cover on Live or It's Live, that channel that's been doing a lot of like, they mm-hmm. do a lot of live performances for artists and stuff. Um, they did a cover of Time of Our Life by Day Six. Oh. Yeah. And it was really cool. It, it was uh, still very like in line with the original in terms of like the sound, but obviously they're a girl group, so it's a little bit different. And they distributed it obviously between so many members it kind of gave it its own feel and i really like that one we also did a cover on the same program they did egotistic by mamamoo obviously a very different feel because (laughs) they're a band Mm -hmm. so it was a very like rock cover nice 
that was really cool. Um, and then just, you know, keeping on the same theme of covers, Rosé had her birthday this week. And as a gift to us, she gifted us three covers um, on her YouTube channel. And one of them was a Coldplay song. And then Coldplay even posted it on Instagram and was like, hey, you have a really nice voice. And she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. It was cute. Um it was her and Lorne from the same label. Uh, and he was like playing the guitar in like a studio. And she was just, just had a mic and she's just like chilling on a chair. And like there's a camera like swirling around her. And <laughs> okay. It was, it was really cool. You know, Rose's voice is just incredible. So mm-hmm. um, that's, that's really about it. I've just been watching like a lot of extra content because there hasn't been a ton of comebacks or releases as of this week at least for me Mm -hmm. um so i've been watching a lot of like side content and k dramas and stuff so anyways katie what have you been up to um i'm still dedicated in my listen of 80s like i haven't stopped (laughs) yeah you showed me your like top listen to songs and i think it was like 95 percent ac yeah so i somebody had posted this like website that takes your spotify listens and basically like gives you what you listened to the last four weeks six months the whole time like your top groups or whatever and like for the last four weeks my listen has been like the whole thing is like ATs, but there was like a pepper in of like one <laughs> BTS song, one one or two Eric Dom songs, mm-hmm. and like Pentagon. Yeah. And that was like it. <laughs> it was funny. Like if you look at the list, I was like, is this just a list of all of AT's discography? I don't understand. And then I and then I like look closely. <laughs> it basically was AT's discography. I haven't stopped listening, to be honest. Like I I feel like Turbulence is going to end up being my number one song for the year. Ooh. <laughs> like, you mean- just because. Interesting, interesting. For, like, Spotify's wrap-up or whatever, because yeah, yeah, the yeah. number of times I've listened to that song in the last, like, couple of weeks is probably embarrassing or great. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure ATs approves. I'm still getting judgmental looks over here from Hong Jun's <laughs> picture. So as part of, like, the ATs thing, like, I've been listening to or, like, watching other videos from other people that were there. And there were two videos that I have not stopped watching. And I sent you both of them. Mm-hmm. One was from my concert where um, Hong Jun goes, somebody somebody didn't do that. And they're like, what? And he was like, I saw you. I saw. And he's, like, pointing out, calling out an AT, like, an at for not participating in the wave. Mm-hmm. And he, like, points them out. And everyone was like, where? Where are you? I see you. I saw you. Like, all this stuff. <laughs> and and the camera, like, zooms in on Hong Jun. And he's like, oh, oh. And then he, like, blows her a kiss or whatever. And I was like, oh, so is that what we get for not participating? I'm never participating ever. <laughs> he's like, I got to charm them. I got to charm them into participating next time. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then the other video was from one of their other shows on the tour where Hong Jun and his, like, jealous, possessive self was like, you guys sing K-pop songs really well. He goes, especially AT songs. Yeah. And then he changes his mind. He goes, no, only AT songs. So <laughs> 
house. Like, and I recently like put up like this thing so that I could change out like the 80s pictures mm-hmm. every month. And the, the most judgmental look is <laughs> coming from Hong Jun. And that video just sits in my mind. So like every time I'm listening to something that's not ATs, I like glance to my left and I can see him going, What are you listening to? Is it 80s? Are you listening to ATs? Are you listening to something else? And I'm like, uh, me with my 17 blasting, like, don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. And it's like a photo that I could literally take down, but it's just like you choose to be judged. It's fine. I choose to be judged. It's fine. <laughs> um, so that, and then um, Stray Kids had their fan meet called Love Stay. They did it over two days. Uh, they were doing it like where you could watch it online, but I did not buy a ticket. I wanted to, but I ended up not doing it. Um, but because of that, they came out with new merch that had to do with uh, the fan meet, which means they release new outfits for Skizu. And I bought way too expensive, by the way. They're mm-hmm. very expensive. Um, bought a new outfit for my Wolf Chan. And it is cute because it's like a pink suit. It's so adorable. You know what? At least they're letting you buy outfits instead of forcing you to buy a whole new yes. d- doll. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because some merch is like that where they're like, no, 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 you have to buy this version now. <laughs> oh, God. So at least that's kind of fun, right? Like, you you get to buy outfits for them. I'm so excited because it's really, really cute. And, like, my wolf chan just sits on my desk. Like, he's Aww. he's so cute. Um, but it's really, really cute, the outfit. So I bought that. And then I got a Lino standee, um, like acrylic standee to go on my shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... According to the sub K shop, that stuff is not shipping for like 70 days. So oh we'll gosh. see it eventually. <laughs> Good grief. Hopefully I don't. I'm not planning on moving anytime soon, but damn. Yeah, it's a long time. 70 days. Jeez. Kind of sounds like anytime I order something from Weavers, like I'm still True. waiting for something that I ordered in September last year. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Um, and then BTS, well, Hive decided to post like a ton of extra BTS content that a lot of it, we, some of it we got to see during like BombonCon, mm-hmm. um, but they posted like everything. So I bought Bon Voyage season two, I'm planning on buying season three also, and several other ones to watch because I've always wanted to watch them. So I'm planning yeah. on doing that. <clears throat> okay, so for this week in K-pop, there was a bunch of stuff that happened, um, and a lot of stuff like coming up. Good lord. Mm-hmm. Um, Stray Kids released a trailer today for a new single called "Ordinary." Mm-hmm. It is. I don't know if you watched it. No, not or yet. not. Oh my god! So Felix seems to be like the main character in the trailer, and okay. then there's Hyunjin, who has red hair, by the way. But he seems up he to does. up to no good. I'm sure. He was like whispering in his ear and like all kinds of stuff. So there's like, it's going to be really good. Mm. Um, so I'm really excited. I think this is going to be a single, but I think it's hinting at a new comeback. Okay. Like album. Because a lot of times they'll do that, right? Where they release a single that'll end up being like a pre-release single that'll end up being on the album. Makes sense. 
I also think they're probably going to announce a tour at some point. I'm sure. Um, let's not make it for any of the months where there's already a concert going on. Okay, thanks. Yes. <laughs> um, also, please don't pick the day for your tickets to go on sale next to rent. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not on the first. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Very true. Um, so Stacy has released concept photos for their second mini album, younglove.com. They look, they look really great. good. Yeah. Um, EXO's leader, Suo, has officially been discharged from the military. He posted a letter today announcing his official release. It feels like he um, just went. Like, I'm so glad these, these military services are going so quick. <laughs> it's been a year and nine months or something. Dang. It doesn't feel like that at all, mm-hmm. but... I felt that way about Jinno's release from Pentagon yeah. because it was like, oh, he's getting out. And I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> Already? That's crazy. I mean, it's good. Like, I'm so glad to have them back. Mm-hmm. But it's it's crazy how fast it's going. Yeah, but like, Suo's back, but Kai is going to have to leave. Yeah. Because he needs to go. And then like several other members. It's really annoying. Like, I feel bad for Exiles because... Like, their group is so yeah. big, but they keep going, like, one at a time. Like, Beckyon is still in, so he's going to come back, and Kai has to leave. I think SM's priority is 100% in just making money from each individual rather than keeping them as a group. I mean, for real. At this point, I mean, we I'm slowly discovering XO one member at a time, so. Yeah. When they eventually do make a full group comeback again... I mean, we'll probably be ready by then. <laughs> no, right? We'll be have been like completely caught up on like EXO everything by that point. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and then A Pink, who you talked about, has released their second music video teaser for their title track "Dilemma." So that's really exciting. Uh, Twice will be releasing a new Japanese album called the ja- the Japan Fourth Best Album. Hashtag Twice Four. I'm so ready. It it's so beautiful. It, the concept like, photos look really good. Oh, it's breathtaking. Um, Treasure's first mini album, the second step, chapter one, is like literally coming out Korea time tomorrow. I saw somewhere that they spent like half a million on this comeback. I'm not even joking. Shut up. Okay. Oh, like for the music video or something. I'm so I'm confused a bit about certain the way that they like name things. So they're calling this Treasure's first mini album, but they've been around for a while. So how is it their first? So they're very tricky, right? They they do things of like mini album versus EP versus full album. That's stupid. It's it's totally like it's how they get around things, but it really just makes things hella confusing. It does. Because if you're a new fan, you're like, where do I start? <laughs> like, Treasure's been around for at least almost two years now. Yeah, I they... Think. I'm assuming they must have only been putting out EPs as of now. For this to be their first mini album? Maybe. I mean, Treasure is very talented, and there's so many members. So many. This is YG we're talking about, though. I mean, it was the same with Blackpink. Yeah. Because they, like, you know, had four songs in the first, what, like, two years of their career. Same with Solmi. Solmi had, like, single after single after single, and then it wasn't until, like, two years in she had a full album. Yeah. So this is kind of their MO. Hmm. 
But anyways, that's coming out like in a couple of days, so that'll be. I bet really it's good. Still good. So I mean, as much money that they spend on that music video, <laughs> hell yeah, I better look good. <laughs> I yeah. can't wait to watch it <laughs> for sure. Um, and then Bea Susie has released a second teaser image for her solo song "Satellite." This is the first time in four years she's put out music. Apparently. Oh my god, that's really exciting. Her the picture looked really good. It was only like half of her face, but it looks really good. I'm excited. Uh, Tay Hill of NCT released an OST called Starlight for the K-drama 2521, which I have saved in my queue for watching. I am so excited because I watched that yesterday. And okay. there's a new episode out today. And it's good. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. He, his voice, you know what I mean? And Tay I feel Hill like is... it'll be perfect for the show. Yeah. He's like, his, his song is the first one released for the... Oh, then I probably heard it already. Yeah, it just yeah. came out. Like, it's part one, so it was, like, in the first episode, or second nice. episode. Uh, Super Junior teased a special single album on their Instagram. They post a picture, and they're like, hey, special album, and that's yeah. all I got. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mama Moose Wien released a new OST for the Nth Romance webtoon, and the song's called You, You. I don't know if you... I haven't heard it. heard it yet. I definitely got to go look this up. Sorry, I should have posted a link because I posted links for like a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. I can search for it. Um, So Brand New Music, which is the company that AB6 is under, mm-hmm. uh, released a teaser trail, a teaser video for a new boy group called Unite, and it's Y-O-U-N-I-T-E. It's mm-hmm. called Unite. We are connected. It looked really cool. I didn't see. They didn't show any of the members, but the trailer was like you and I together. Like we are connected, and then it was mm-hmm. like Unite, and I'm like, oh my damn! <laughs> so <laughs> that's cool. It looks interesting. So you remember how it was like girl group debut central? Yeah. There's like four boy groups like debuting soon. Well, it, I guess we're lot. gonna have to do another episode. <laughs> yeah, and they all like. I'm excited to see, because, like, I really like AB6, so I'm excited to see, like, what happens with this new group and, like, Mm -hmm. uh, who the members are and how many there are and stuff like that. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. I don't... I think this is Up Tenation. That's how you say their group name. Is it? Okay. Up Tenation. I always say Up Tension. Up Tension? You know, know. these K-pop groups, they love to do the play on words, so it could be anything. It could be all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they're on Weverse now, so people can go there, uh, join, and talk to them, mm-hmm. talk to the members there. Um, IST Entertainment is planning to debut a new boy group, okay? So f- I watched a video. I saw it on Reddit, on the K-pop subreddit. So I saw the video, and it seems like they're doing a show or something called The Origin AB or What?, there's 13 members, like there's 13 people, guys, in the video, and it's mm-hmm. a performance version of their song called Run. So I watched it, which I had you also watch it. I don't mm-hmm. know if you actually did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I said there's a whole there's a whole lot of talent in this video, like the vocals, the rapping, the dancing, and the video, the visuals are like no joke. Mm-hmm. And I hope that all 13 debut together, but I have no idea what's going on. Like, is it group A, group B, and then they're going to pick people from, like, between the two, between the 13 people to form a group? Like, what does that mean? 
Yeah, because I think the show that formed Treasure did something similar to that, where they had Group so. A, Group B, Group C. Yes. So maybe it's something along the lines of that? Maybe, because they did something similar also with uh, TO1, who used to be 2, mm-hmm. because there were two groups of them, and right. then they formed one group based off of like elimination and members. Mm-hmm. So it might be something similar to that. Um, and then there's another boy group that's debuting soon called, I think it's called Blank Tui. It's B-L-A-N-K, the le- the number two, and then Y. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Um, from Keystone Entertainment. So the CEO of the company um, posted who, like, revealed who the sixth member of the group is. Um, I went on their Twitter, and I watched a cover of two of the members that the two of the members did, and the vocals are, like, ridiculous. They were great. They were really good. Um, apparently, the last two, the fifth and sixth member, were on Produce uh produce 101 mm, okay um one is from japan and the other one is from china mm. um so they're going to be debuting in this new group um they've done they've posted a bunch of covers they did a cover of two of them did a cover a uh, dance cover of jump by Cravity. also okay. uh and then i came across this video didn't know i needed it but then i needed you to watch it after i watched it uh-huh uh ab6's wong uh posted a cover of i don't want to live forever which is a, originally sang by zane and taylor swift and it was a song that they made specifically for 50 shades of gray mm-hmm. um i love this song okay yeah, it's a good song 50 shades of gray is pretty trash but the soundtrack on the <laughs> other hand is so good mm-hmm. um he did an amazing job it oh, was did, so good. <laughs> he did good because, I mean, he did both parts. So mm-hmm. he he really, like, showed off his range because oh, yeah. doing Taylor's parts, he he put his voice, like, high. Mm-hmm. And he, like, it was crystal clear. He did a great job. And, like, oh, the fact that it was, like, in black and white and oh, yeah. sitting in a bathtub and... <laughs> yeah. The visuals were off the chart and the mm-hmm. vocals were, like on another level it was really good i didn't know i needed a cover of this song but i'm glad that it exists so yeah that song used to be everywhere it because it's really good it's it is good it's like the it's almost like the title like the title song for that movie series Mm -hmm. it's way better than it obviously deserves to be that's honestly what it is (laughs) (laughs) um but anyways, so 2 p.m. apparently is releasing a 2022 Seasons Greetings box. And I sent you, like, a picture of one of their pictures. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So precious. Yeah. Um, I have not followed any of 2 p.m.'s career, like, at all. But, like, I the feel like I need this box. Like that's in all the, the K-dramas that yeah. we've seen. Um, I think he announced that he's getting married and... Or I think yeah. he is married or something like that. There's been a lot of weddings and wedding talk, like, popping up. And Dude, it's, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot to keep up with. Um, Our two faves from Crash Landing on You are getting married. Mm-hmm. I was so happy about that. 
Um, what is it? Uh, Don and Hannah. They're getting. Yeah. They're engaged. They just got yeah. engaged too. And some people think that they announced it before they talked to their company, which seems very on brand to them. It but you seems know what? very on brand because that's exactly what happened the last time. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? If they're happy, to me, that's all that matters. I mean, at the end of the day, it's their life, their decision. So mm-hmm. companies just going to have to get on board. <laughs> I do like that. I feel like it is becoming more normalized. Like, because there's been so many announcements, I feel like more and more people are feeling comfortable of, like, being out with their relationship. Um, sometimes it's been not by their choice, but um, true. I think that hopefully this means that there's, like, kind of a change on the horizon. I hope so. Because people are just trying to live their life, man. Like, there's been a lot of storylines, too, in dramas of either actors or singers being in relationships and having to keep it secret because they can't out it. And like, I'm hoping that that's kind of their way of being like, Hey, don't you feel bad that they can't just be normal and have their relationship out in public? Yep. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, And then last but not least, Mark Twan uh, released a acoustic version of his newest single, my life. Um, I don't know rapper Mark. I only know, Lead vocalist, Mark, now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Main vocalist, yeah. <laughs> Main vocalist. His voice is so good. Yeah. I still I still remember watching his brother, Joey, react on stream to uh, one of, like, GOT7's music videos, one of the last ones. And he, like, paused it, and he was like, what? Mark sings now? And he, like, went backwards. He was like, hold on. <laughs> Mark doesn't sing. It was really funny. <laughs> That's not his position. That's not what he normally does. But yeah, vocalist Mark Twan. Love it. Mm-hmm. He's also been streaming a lot more, too. Still waiting for the album. I was going to say, when's the album dropping? <laughs> I mean, we're not the only ones waiting. I'm pretty sure your dad on Twitter was also like, when are we getting the album? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah. Um, also, One Us is in the United States. They did their first concert on their tour last night. Uh, in New York, uh, one of our podcast listeners, he went with his wife mm-hmm. um, to the show. She bought High Touch. I'm sure it was amazing. I think we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was like, she's in a different line. I'm waiting by myself. <laughs> he was giving us like updates in our Slack. It was really funny. I think twice flew last night yes, to LA. And <laughs> Yep. I don't even want to talk about the depression I'm going to be in this week from yeah. not being able to see that. Yeah, I bet. Oh, it's fine. Uh, ATs went home, too, and I feel a little extra depression because ATs is gone. Mm-hmm. It's okay, though. It's okay. Monster X was supposed to be here, and they're not coming. <laughs> it's okay. It's because now I can actually probably see them, hopefully. Yes, yes, yes. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. That's fine. Um. Anyways, so moving on to our main topic, we're going to talk about only one of. Uh, there's a lot. They've only been around for a couple of years, but they've done a lot. Um. And yeah. Okay. A lot has happened to them. Like they lost a member, like all kinds of stuff. They've like changed their concept, everything. It's really interesting. Yeah. 
Okay, so Only One Of is a South Korean boy group formed by RSVP and 8D Creative in 2018. The group officially debuted on May 28th of 2019 with their... uh, EP mini album thing dot point jump. Uh, only one of originally debuted with seven members. Uh, they currently are back. They are at six now, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later. So for these, I'm I decided to change how we do these episodes a little bit, um, mm-hmm. just to make it flow a little bit better, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're gonna talk about the members. Uh, just like real quick information about them and then we'll get into the group's history, their discography, and we'll talk about the music videos as we get to them pretty much. So for the members, uh, Love, who is their former member, used to be the leader and main vocalist. And then we have KB, who's the lead rapper, vocalist, and visual. He is the oldest member. It's hilarious because he wouldn't tell anybody how old he was. I think he felt embarrassed because he's... Like, he's like much older, much older, especially than like the youngest one. But he's four months older than me. Oh my god! So <laughs> I was just gonna make a joke, but I'm gonna keep it to myself. But like, no, oh I'm, my god, I know what joke you're gonna make, and it was the same joke in my okay, head. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm just not gonna say it. No, don't. Say um, it. but he's the the older member. He was born in 1992. Mm-hmm. Uh, His strength is in producing, and he works with other members on this as well. He has also already completed his military service, so he'll be chilling at home when everybody else is serving, basically. Um, And he composes songs with Nine, one of the Mm -hmm. other members. And then we have, I think it's Re. I want to say that's how you say his name. Okay. Uh, lead vocalist and lead dancer. He's in charge of all the choreography. So he leads the group and makes sure that everyone gets a chance to shine while also staying in sync. And my God, his choreography is really good. But like just that, like you can see it immediately in the music videos and their choreography that every single member gets that opportunity to really shine, mm-hmm. but also doesn't outshine the entire group. It's Very really true. Good. I think their choreography is a, a super highlight for them. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Yoon Young, who's our main dancer, vocalist, and visual. He trained as a dancer for eight years, and he's amazing. And he's also a girl group cover machine. I loved watching those clips. It was funny. It was very good. He's like all over it. It's really funny. Um, and then we have uh, Junji, who is our lead vocalist, lead dancer, and then I also said lead in having the best abs, hair, and allergic to shirts, apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently, he's the shy member of the group, and I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> I do and I don't, but, like, you know what I mean? It's funny it's the- because, like, his stage presence is so just, like, you can't ignore him, like, ever. And I hate that he has the best freaking hair. It's so annoying. <laughs> No, for real. He has good hair. He's the guy with the super long hair, in case you're new to this group. He's the one with the very long, amazing hair. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have Mill, who is our uh, main rapper and vocalist. He has some of the most iconic rap breaks in all of the songs, but he also has a beautiful vocal ability. Mm -hmm. Can they, like, leave some talent for the rest of us? Like, why they have to take it all? (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and then you have Nine, who's our vocalist in Makne, and he composes a lot of the songs with KB, and he also did a lot of the rearrangements of other K-pop songs that the group performed, mm-hmm. um, which they did post videos of, and they have, uh, we saw some clips of. Uh, yeah, can they, like, leave some talent for the rest of us? No? Okay. It was funny. I had seen a lot of those I, before I'd even realized it was them. Mm-hmm. I saw their um, cover of, I remember watching their cover of Spring Day and then mm-hmm. also watching their cover of Dolphin. Yeah, same. So I didn't know a lot about them then, Mm-mm. but I do remember like our group talking about them a lot and like how uh, amazing they're going to be and they weren't wrong. Uh, so their group name, Only One Of, refers to how they want to be the only one for their fans. And then their fandom name is called Lions. And apparently part of one of the things that Only One Of does is they capitalize all the O's in every single word. So it's kind of cool. I like yeah. it, though. Um, but they're called Lions. And then mm-hmm. uh, so their name also reflects their strive to be unique and unlike any other K-pop group. And this can be seen in their concepts and distinctive sound, which they have named art pop. Like mm. they named their style called art pop. I could see that. I like it. Mm-hmm. They also said that like other people have referred to their style of music as alternative R&B, which is interesting. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I see that too, surprisingly. Yeah. So we're going to get into, like, history of the group before they debuted, and then we'll talk about, like, stuff as we go along. So um, in December of 2016, Blockberry Creative announced the debut of a new group called 8x8x8, and the original name of the group was based on the future debut date of the group. Like, they had already set it, which was going to be August 8th of 2018. That's what it was supposed to be. And then they also announced that auditions were going to start in 2017 to find the members of the new group. So, um, Blockberry Creative is the same company that Luna is signed under. Mm-hmm. So, in April 2017, the first of the trainees was reve- uh, were revealed with the appearance of leader Love in the music video for Vivi off uh, Luna's solo album. Mm-hmm. Uh, later that year, 8 by 8 by 8 was mentioned again in the description of Luna's Odd Eye Circle MV. Uh, for Girlfriend. Mm. Um, and then apparently the B-side that they released, Chaotic, was actually initially chosen to be the title track of 8x8x8. Interesting. Um, but that was like the last mention of this like potential boy group. And then like no one ever heard anything about them again. And then... Gotcha. Then in April 30th, on April 30th of 2019, Jaden Jung who's only one of's creative director uh, posted the logo of the group on his Instagram and announced that the group would finally be debuting in May. And this is just speculation that I got off of Wikipedia. I don't know if it's true or not. It's just what was written there. It says it's speculated that when their creative director departed from uh, Blockberry creative, the trainees for that eight by eight by eight group that no one really knew a lot about were transferred to AD creatives, RSVP label, Mm. which is why they debuted under that label and not under Blockberry creative, which is probably good because we all heard about what happened with Blockberry. So exactly. 
Okay, so then on May 1st, the group image and teaser video for Savannah were released, and then on May 24th, it was announced that the group would be debuting with two title tracks, Savannah and Time Leap. And then on the 28th, the music videos for both title tracks were released, and the rest of the mini-albums tracks were unveiled individually once the hashtag, hashtag only one of, had been used 5,555 times on Twitter, which is a very specific number. <laughs> very. At um, least they didn't do 8,880. 800. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, the full mini album was finally, but finally became available on June 13th. So like people could physically purchase the album by mm. that time. Um, once all of the milestones that they had set were released, like were reached. So that's, that's a creative marketing strategy. You got to really, I mean, you're really relying on the fans. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so let's talk about Savannah and Time Leap. Uh, let's start with Time Leap. Yeah. What did you think of the video? I really liked it. I put. I really love their voices in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the white theme. And just the sound overall, like when I heard it again, I felt like I already kind of like knew it, like it was catchy enough for me to like kind of already know mm-hmm. by the second time. Um, a lot of cars. I don't understand quite what the car going in the circle thing was all about in terms of time leap. Was it like a back to the future thing where if you drive the car <laughs> and 88 miles an hour? <laughs> yeah. Like on that little machine thing, were they going to like do it? time leap you know what I, mean? I don't i don't know because <laughs> there were no um there were no translations for the lyrics mm-hmm. for this one so i couldn't deduce by the lyrics what exactly the was going on in terms of the concept um but i really like the sound of the song mm-hmm. um i thought this there was a lot of visual moments because it's so funny because watching this video and then like even just like comparing it to because you know how you watched um trends's debut music video Mm -hmm. and like you couldn't even see the members most of the time (laughs) yeah versus this one where like it was very clear they were like these are the people in this group and they would like Mm -hmm. show each individual member at some point throughout the music video so you got a really good like visual of who's in the group Mm -hmm. um i put down are they supposed to be crash jummies with a question mark (laughs) I wasn't sure what the concept was. and <laughs> I wasn't either because that was looked like a crash, like a crash testing car. Yeah. That one that was on like going in the circle or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. If somebody is a lion and knows what the concept of this video is and can explain it to me, I would love that. Honestly, I have a lot of thoughts on the themes of the concepts in the first few in terms of cars. <laughs> Yes. Um, and then they really used this song to showcase the vocal rapping abilities of all the members, as well as being like, everyone is a visual in this video. Yes. They did a good job of that. Yes, they did. Um, and then we also watched Savannah, which was dramatically different <laughs> from Time Leap. Very different. Yeah. So what did you think of that one? I thought it was super chill. It was super vibey. Um, this would be definitely like a song you put on to like just chill out to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, we had some fire trucks. We had some cars. <laughs> like, 
I just wasn't sure. I was like, I was like, huh, a lot of cars again. Um, there's a lot of fire and bike gear or like stuff you would wear for like motocross. Like they had the like, you know, that like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, what's this concept? Like, I still didn't understand, <laughs> but the song was super chill, super chill. I liked that in the lyrics, they were using words that sound like cuss words. Mm. Like, because they would say, uh, uh, like, she's a beach from Savannah. Interesting. I didn't catch that. But it doesn't sound like beach. Like, if you read the lyrics, it's literally right. beach, not the other word that gotcha. it sounds like. <laughs> um, they also, there's a line that says, I don't give a shake what they think about us. But when they sing it, it sounds like I don't give a S-H-A-T. Oh, I thought, okay, I thought they were just saying shit. <laughs> no. That, they don't. Because I was aren't. like, oh, that's cool. Go ahead. Pop off. Like, <laughs> I know. I know, right? But they don't say shit. They say shake. That's what it is. Gotcha. It's very interesting because it, it really starts to mold the kind of concept and I think image that they were going for, mm-hmm. which they've they've obviously like grown into throughout the course of their discography. But I feel like this one, because like they're using things like I don't give a shake what they think about us mm-hmm. because that's clearly become like a big part of who they are, that they do not give a crap about what other groups of the media or whatever is saying about them because they're gonna be like they're just another beach from savannah (laughs) (laughs) no but i i I see what you mean they're Mm -hmm. they're very like about pushing boundaries and stuff so that makes sense um i'm not gonna lie i didn't like the camera work very much in this video because it was sort of all over the place um, I would agree. It's funny because you talked about like with time leap, everything was very like mm-hmm. stop, focus on the member, look at this person, and like mm-hmm. you know, which is good. You should you should honestly do that, especially for a group that's debuting. But I agree with you. This one was very like I I had no idea who was who. Like at, at yeah. most points, it was pretty chaotic throughout the video. And I mean, the video was still and- yeah. The video was really good though, and the song is really good song was super vibes like yeah i liked it they made a great choice with like going with that like the two Mm -hmm. different styles of songs as their like debut songs Mm -hmm. so works really well okay and then on october 4th of 2019 the first teaser for their second mini album line sun goddess was released and this is the first album that i bought of only one of okay was starting at this point um, their second mini album released on October 30th with the title track Sage. Um, apparently the music video was delayed due to technical difficulties. So it didn't come out for like four, like five more days after that. Hmm. Not really sure what technical difficulties mean. Like, did they not have Wi-Fi? I don't know. They're like, it's not exporting. I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe that is what happened. <laughs> They're like, they said, they said to export this in an MP4 file. You keep giving it to us as something different. <laughs> Honestly, kidding. though, it kind of makes sense because the budget on this video seemed like it was definitely increased. Oh, yeah. They like, were like, it's supposed to be in 4K, not, <laughs> not filled with a ham sandwich. Well, there was, like, a lot of, like, futuristic like, maybe, yeah. like, maybe certain special effects hadn't been finished or, like, maybe, like, certain maybe. editing hadn't been finished because it definitely seemed like there was a lot more involved. 
in yeah, this one. That's for so, sure. So I'm wondering if they just couldn't finish it in time. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, what they finished with was great because it was like you could tell the quality jump immediately. Oh, yeah. I was like, the cinematography for this one is way better. Also, a much larger budget is very clear based very off of clear. this video. Um, I put futuristic. What is the concept of this group? Cars again? <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, remember the group that I told you, Ghost 9, had that yeah. like very futuristic Blade Runner, like Transformers-y mm-hmm. theme running throughout? I suddenly was like getting vibes like that from this. And I was like, what is the concept? Like the, the only theme that like I can see without looking into the lyrics is cars so like you know what i mean i was i just wasn't sure if maybe just that's you know i i do wonder that based off of what kind of concepts that they switch towards later Mm -hmm. makes them making a comment on things that are supposed to be considered masculine interesting i see that i see that because cars would be very very, like yeah stereotypically masculine and like the way that they present it as well yeah um hmm that's a very interesting take because i genuinely was like what is this concept yeah because i mean i haven't dug too deep I only just saw it, like, briefly mentioned that they actually have a whole storyline that's been running through their whole discography, which mm-hmm. I picked up on some of it later. Yeah, later which is I can, very I can clear. definitely pick up on. But I'm wondering if maybe this is them making an early on comment about things that are, like, expectations because they are, a like, a boy group and what's mm-hmm. expected of them to, like, portray I feel like, like too, like, a lot of times lyrics will tell you a lot. Yeah. In terms of, like, what's visually happening. Like, maybe I just couldn't get it based on visuals alone. I needed to, like, connect the lyrics. Maybe. You know, because, I mean, it could be a comment on capitalism. It could be a con- uh, comment on masculinity. It could be mm-hmm. comment on both. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll have to do some deeper diving. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said for this one that their outfits are very good. I said so much more sexy for this one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I made the comment, already going shirtless, eh? (laughs) Just diving Uh right in. Um, I loved the red suits for this one. Mm -hmm. Um, And the choreography is really, really good. Um, Their live performances, I believe, of this are like sensational. Mm-hmm. too oh boy so anyways um on january 23rd of 2020 the first teaser for a new project called unknown art pop 2.1 was released a week later the song uh door Ugh. hold on i think it's not dora is it dora they kept saying it dormar Dora Mar. I think so. That's what I would say. Yeah. Dora Mar. Dora Mar. Yeah. I don't know. Um, was released. So there wasn't a music video for this, but um, 
The interesting thing that I read about this is that to celebrate the release of this song, and I remember this happening, and I don't know what ever happened, like, as a conclusion of it. So Only One Of held a contest along with their company, like, their company was a part of it, for participants to write English lyrics to this song. And then the winner was going to be awarded a cash prize of $100,000 and then have their version officially released as the like official international version of the song later. So I have no idea what happened with that. I don't know if like anybody did it, if anybody actually won, if there's going to be an international version of the song that gets released. Interesting. Like I remember seeing it all over like YouTube and Instagram and stuff. I remember seeing the information for it. Maybe there was just nothing that they liked, and so they kind of just brushed it under the rug. Possibly. Or who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of things could have happened. Yeah. Um, It was also, like, beginning of 2020 before, like, Mm. pandemic, like, really hit. So I don't know. Yeah, they could have just been hit financially. Who knows? True. So what did you think of their live performance? Um, sensual as always. Yes. Uh, <laughs> red suits very much. But I will say like, like, especially compared to their first few ones, this is kind of where it starts to feel like only one of that mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, this feels kind of more in line of what their concept becomes. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like, even just the styling and the choreography um they do a lot of like the connected choreography yeah uh and what else did i write yeah i just wrote this almost feels like what their concept will become so to me this felt kind of like the first step into what i think they really fully form into yeah it's it's really weird watching old music show performance videos and hearing Oh, the crowd. I know. It's really weird. It's so strange. (laughs) Um, I like this. I remember hearing this song for the first time. I thought it was really good. Their performances were, they're just really great performers. Mm -hmm. And like the choreography is always really, really good. And they keep that element in there where each member gets that opportunity to shine, which I love. I really like the, the first bit where they're all like connected like they're all grabbing mm-hmm. all different arms and legs and and they like release one by one to unlock I'm assuming it's Rie or Ri the one that does like the choreography yes I feel like he's the one that's like in the center that they unlock mm-hmm. and he's like right in the middle and then he it's almost like they're cracking the shell Ooh. of something and then he's really does that make sense yes I, I it looks real cool like I was just really impressed they're they're really good and just distracting like it's (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah okay so then on april 30th the same year only one of uh announced that they will be releasing three new songs as part of their produced by series and then the first song which is produced by part one was uh a song that they released that was ended up being produced by gray boy cold and cha-cha malone um 
On May 21st is when the song was released and the title track was called Angel, which I freaking love this song. By yeah. The way. Um, so we watched the music video for this. Uh, this was very different. Like comparing it to like all their other videos before that, it's so different. And like their sound is so different. Very, very different. Um, it feels completely like not out of left field, but it just feels like they're trying something new. Yeah. Um, but it still has their sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, you know, car rims in the background. <laughs> so it's still in line no this song i put gives me actually very txt vibes for some reason okay in terms of just like the sound of the song okay um but it still has like their vocal flavor yeah if that makes sense but like in terms of the just like the sound of the song reminded me of txt in like a good way like Mm -hmm. i i love txt um it's very, very catchy. The chorus is very catchy. I really like it. And there's like that switch up in the beginning, like with the first pre-chorus. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like, you know, it starts off kind of with the chorus and like the very catchy bit, but soft. And then it does this like hard switch and then it builds into like the proper chorus. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I like that. <laughs> it was interesting. You know, it kept me kept me hooked. I think this is one of my favorite songs that they've done. Is this mm-hmm. one? I really, really like it a lot. Um, I also really like Gray, and he does a fantastic job with not even just producing songs, but he's also an incredible like artist as well. Very true. Um, so it's nice that they were like able because they got a lot of like really good people to work with them to help mm-hmm. create these new songs. So. It really shows their, like, versatility is really what this shows. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So then on our August 27th, uh, produce, Produced by Part 2 was released, and the song is A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, it was produced by Groovy Room, Samuel So, and Junior Groove. I wonder if that's related to Groovy Room. Like, you see Junior Groove, like... So he's just outside of the room. I'm just kidding. Um, but it's really cool. Uh, I've heard some other songs from that have been produced by Groovy Room as well. So, mm-hmm. like, the person stuff is really good. Uh, so we did watch A Song of Ice and Fire, which all the O's are capitalized. Everything else is lowercase. Because that is yes. an only one of thing, which I, I actually do love that a lot. <laughs> I do love it. It's funny because the first three songs don't have O's yes. at all. So that concept really doesn't come into play until uh, like later. Dormar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote, it's a really good song. I think the chorus is really cool. Like to me, that like chorus really stood out. Mm-hmm. And I even wrote without knowing that this was like a special production thing. I put the production is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the production on it. It's. I mean, overall, it's a very good song. The choreography is so incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that this song really has a heavy focus, especially the video had a heavy focus on their dancing ability. Yes, I would agree. In this one. And then it also showcases their vocals and their rapping and the rapping ability is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Um. <laughs> So, um, 
Now we're getting into a whole different concept era for only one of. So on August 8th of 2021, they released their third mini album called Instinct Part 1 with the title track Libido, Mm -hmm. um, which we've talked about before on the show Mm -hmm. many times. Um, I think it was in both of our like top favorites in our end of the year episode. Yes. Yeah. Because it's so good. Um, There was a lot of controversy surrounding this song because people thought that it was way too sexual, especially the choreography when it was being performed on music shows. And there's like literally one video of them like toning it down and then it just escalates. Yeah. I think they like were probably like, maybe we should tone it down. And then they were like, nah, screw it. Like, screw it. Let's make it more. Because... <laughs> The part where, like, because it's really funny. I've seen the video where they, like, toned it down, where he mm. didn't put his hand over. Like, he put it he, on, like, his, on, on his the leg. leg. Yeah. And then in the very next show, it was, like, bam, linger for a real long time. Slow slide. I was like, mm. oh, okay, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> I like it. Because that's that's kind of their thing, right? Yes. And that's kind of, like, where they start leading into from this point on is, like, yes. Very much doing their thing, not being ashamed. Yes. So I have a lot to say about this particular video. So why don't you talk a little bit and then I will get long-winded about some stuff. Excellent. I'm excited. Um, I wrote this song just takes it to another level and elevates them. Because like I had heard of this group, you had heard of this group, but I feel like this is where me and like a lot of other people started really being like, oh, interesting okay and like <laughs> i listen to this song non-stop it mm-hmm. it's a masterpiece of a song can i just say yes it, it's one that you don't just listen to and forget it's one that really sticks with you i'm t- take away the performance aspect take away the video like everything this song really stands up on its own mm-hmm. really well so then you add it to the fact that you put in like the really really beautifully shot video you know the sensual like part of it and then add the performance top tier this song this real this song just like really i don't know it just kicked them into full gear of like what their concept is who they are as a group and was just kind of a masterpiece all around yes to me it's also, it sounds super original. Mm-hmm. Nothing sounds like this. Like, I can't think of one other song that has this sound. Anything that sounds like this from now on will be compared to this song. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It just, it has a very unique, like, tone and production and everything about it. So, to me, like, they did a really good job. They took a huge, huge, huge risk and mm-hmm. I know that they did, um, but it really paid off because I think this will, like, kickstart them into a new wave for their career. Yes, I agree. And also, like, K-pop in general, too, because it really, this video highly showcases their art, art pop, like, what they've oh, designated as their genre. Totally. So, um, 
all the stuff that I have to say now. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so what this video really showcases is their fluidity in exploring their sexuality is what it mm-hmm. shows a lot of, right? Um, there's also a lot of skin going on, and it is, mm-hmm. it is a lot. So um, I said that this video is honestly breathtaking. It includes a lot of very cinematic storytelling elements to it because that's what it's doing. And then you see that later in, like, another one of their music videos, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually found this really great comment on the video that kind of, like, explains what this video is about. And then I have some additional, like, research I did on top cool. of that. So this video helps to balance out the sexual lyrics of the song. That's what it's doing. is Because the video, if you take the video and the lyrics of the song, they do not go together. Yeah. At all. Because the video, the song itself is highly sexualized versus the video is very sensual, very um, cinematic, very, like, it's very <sighs> tasteful. Yes. I would say. Yes. Very tasteful, very artsy. Yeah. Yeah. So the song is filled with tension, the desire to explore um, and to feel and then discover more about their feelings and themselves. That's really what this like song is filled with. So the video shows them having fun and playing around, which represents the innocence of love versus the song. Cause it's filled with like tons of passion and desire. And like, it's very sexual mm-hmm. um, versus the video is showing kind of the opposite of that in a way. So there was a big focus on the lake scene, the lake scene that happens in the video. Mm-hmm. So the person who was writing this comment, it says the lake scene, the lake scene holds so much meaning. Um, they're surrounded by nature, which is, which is innocent and beautiful, which contrasts with the lyrics, which are about actually feeling what you feel and then not denying those feelings and moving into like experimenting with your sexuality, experimenting with who you are. Because this is supposed to be, like, they're supposed to be teenagers. That's, like, their age. That makes sense. Where this is taking place. Um, and then it's feeling the love, feeling, like, feeling that feeling of love, even when society tells you to feel differently. So, which is why you see the part where, um, like, the one guy takes his shirt off and then he, like, touches him. So, there's a lot of, like... um experimentation and moving into like how you're supposed to feel what society tells you and like taboos versus how you actually feel and like Mm -hmm. that desire you feel towards another person even if that person is of the same gender as you it kind of gives me the feel of a victorian uh lesbian indie movie (laughs) in the sense in the sense of like it's very cinematically shot, a lot mm-hmm. of close-ups of very, like, innocent but tension-building, like, touch. Yes. And, like, that that's more what I mean. Like... Okay. Those movies, like, they will literally, like, touch pinkies and you feel like your body's on fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, my favorite scene... One of my favorite scenes in the whole world is literally Elizabeth and Darcy touching hands. Right, but then you add the tension of, like, the same sex and, like, society finding that out. So it's, like, that extra layer of, like, yes, we can't be seen doing Doing these things, but 
I want to and like it's like that desire and struggle and yeah yeah so the person who made this comment analyzing the video also mentioned that it's possible that because I mentioned uh in the video that we watched talking about the group um it mentioned that there's themes of psychology and like sexuality and all that stuff that runs through their videos and the person mentioned Sigmund Freud's theory of psychosexual development um, okay. in relation to the title of the album, which is called Instinct. Mm. So I looked up a little bit. Um, I did study Freud stuff when I was in school. Um, I was just going to say, this would be your jam. Yeah. So I looked up some stuff to get like some information about that because I did study all of his different levels of psychosexual development um, when mm-hmm. I was in school. So Freud believed that life was built around tension and pleasure. So Freud also believed that all tension was due to the buildup of libido or sexual energy. um, And that was all pleasure came from its discharge, like Mm. discharge of that sexual energy. Mm -hmm. So in describing human personality development as psychosexual, Freud meant to convey that what develops is that is the way in which sexual energy of the id accumulates and is discharged as we mature biologically. So Freud used the term sexual in a very general way to mean all pleasurable actions and thoughts. So it's not just in relation to, like, actually having sex. It has to do with, like, pleasurable actions and thoughts that, like, would be could be considered sexual, but also provide that same sort of, like, energy discharge Mm -hmm. so freud stressed that the first five years of the life are crucial to the formation of the adult personality the id must be controlled in order to satisfy social demands this sets up the conflict between frustrated wishes and social norms which is definitely something we can see in the video right Mm -hmm. it's that conflict between like their desires And how they actually feel versus what would be considered okay by social norms, which is something that they're working towards, like, breaking down or showcasing a lot in their videos. Um, So the ego and superego develop in order to exercise this control and direct the need for gratification into societally acceptable channels. Um, Gratification centers in different areas of the body as different stages of growth make the conflict at each um stage psychosexual so like there's different levels so as you age you move through each of the different um stages and people get stuck at certain steps like during certain stages if they can't Mm -hmm. satisfy the needs of that stage so there's a whole lot of other stuff um but um he does talk about like instinct and brings up like Like, they're talking about, like, Freud's theory talks about, like, sexual discharge and, like, has to do with pleasurable actions and thoughts and, like, going against social norms and what's acceptable and all that stuff. So, like, this video very much, like, breathes (laughs) Freud, like, Sigmund Freud's theory of psychosexual development in a certain way. Like, there's other aspects of it. Like, people can read up more about it if they want to. But um, it is very interesting um because libido is definitely a big part of his theory and then like the id the ego and the superego are the three parts that make up your personality right yeah. and libido is part of your id which you have to learn to control 
So it's all very, very interesting stuff. Love it when they bring in some psychology. Makes me feel like I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Putting that degree to work. Hell yeah. Paid a lot of money for that thing. (laughs) But anyways, I just thought it was very interesting information to kind of like bring up in relation to Oh, I totally agree. Um, Because like, I don't want people to think that we're we're super into this just because it's like you know this like they're shirtless and like they're attractive men there's like they've person like purposefully put a lot of sensuality and like into this for a specific reason yes yeah like it doesn't like absolutely their visuals are off like off the charts Mm. and stuff and they put a lot of time and a lot of effort into like, making their visuals as beautiful as they want them to be. But also, like, their vocal abilities are amazing. The production of their songs are also very amazing. But also, they're including, like, very interesting aspects to their storyline. And it gives you the chance to really, like, dig deep and figure out, like, what is it that they're trying to talk about? What is it that they're portraying in each of the videos? Like, why did they shoot this video in this way? Like, Mm -hmm. why is it such a contrast to the lyrics where this video is very sensual and very innocent versus very sexually charged lyrics? Mm -hmm. So it is very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, We also watched um, two other versions of this. We watched a live version, which had the full choreography. And then we also watched their guilty version, their guilty pleasure version. (laughs) Um, Which... I'm not guilty about enjoying that version. That's Hell no. Sure. <laughs> Their choreography for this song is absolutely just like I get flushed watching it. Like I get shy. I'm like, am I should That's I be watching? I told this? you. I said like there's a lot of their stuff, especially in this era, that I'm like, I'm looking, but I can't look because I'm just like yes. wow. It's good. It's like they very good. Do not hold back. No, they they spend a lot of time on perfecting their choreography. And they did, like, the choreography is filled with so much just, like, tension and so mm-hmm. much passion. And there's, like, certain parts where it's clear where that, like, where, like, that sexual energy release happens. Yes. In certain parts. And you're just like, should I be watching this in public? <laughs> no, really, though. <laughs> like, it's good. It, mm-hmm. it does exactly what they're trying to portray yes yes it really really does um i liked in the guilty pleasure version that there were certain parts where like it was more innocent where the lighting was white and then it would switch to this red passionate part and you're just like oh my god (laughs) yeah it's it's good because it like it builds that tension Mm -hmm. like you said and release and like it you have to you can't just have the whole thing be intense and red and tension because otherwise, you know, you have to have that build. So oh, yeah. It's good. Also, did a good so job. much more skin. Ugh. So yeah. much more. What is a jacket? What is a suit jacket? What is that? The- <laughs> did we... We watched the... Oh, that's the uh, that's the next song. Never mind. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Where, where they have like the sheer cle- shirts on clearly the designer was like huh we only have a pair of scissors i must do the lord's work <laughs> accurate doing the lord's work mm-hmm. anyways 
<laughs> moving on to the rest of their like history. Um, so on <laughs> July 15th, only one of released their third single album called Produced by Myself. This album had three songs produced by different members of the group. The members were also involved in writing the lyrics, arranging the song, and then also composing the song. So each of the songs were different. Each one had specific members that worked on it. And I listened to two of them. I need to listen to all three. I think I've heard all three at some point, but I thought that was really cool that they did like two where they were two songs that were produced by other people outside of their company, outside of their group. And then this one, like it was all them and Mm -hmm. they are so, so good. Yeah. Um, Apparently, they had released, like, these small, like, shortened versions of the song, and the comments were all like, excuse me, why is this song not long enough? <laughs> Which they later, rever- like, re- like released the full version of the song, because some of them were only, like, a minute, minute oh to, like, God. a minute 15, and I was like, this is clearly not long enough. No. Um... So then on August 2nd of last year, it was announced that member slash leader Love would be leaving the group for personal reasons and that the group would continue on as six members instead of seven. Um, I don't think anybody is aware of as to the reasons why Love left the group. Um, They just said personal reasons. It must have been something big to step away completely from the group so because i think he i read somewhere like what is it like he he had wanted to you know be an idol for a while mm-hmm. and i think his parents really weren't for it and then eventually he like built up enough of his talent to show to them that he could really do it and they finally let him so yeah. I mean, he he wanted this it wasn't like he stumbled into this and then just didn't want it anymore so there like you said must have been a big enough reason yeah it's it's it sucks like mm-hmm. they're still like they kill it in the next comeback for sure mm-hmm. um so i don't know what's going on with him but like we wish him all the best hopefully oh, things yeah. work out for him um, it killed me because love was my bias in this group. And so now mm-hmm. it was like bias lists. So I had to figure out a new one. Um, yeah, which is very hard because it's so hard to pick your bias to start with. It is. It is hard. Um, but yeah. So anyways, continuing on. So on January 12th of 2022, only one of made their Japanese debut with their album. Only one of Japan best album. Um, I think I've heard some songs from that. They did like interesting mixes of their songs where they had like Japanese and Korean. Mm. Like the song was both like they would sing in both Japanese and Korean. So it was pretty cool. Interesting. Um, And then last but not least on January 14th of this year, only one of released their fourth mini album instinct part two with the title track skins. Yep. Skin mm-hmm. indeed. Skin indeed. It was interesting because I was really excited about the, like, all the tracks on that thing. Because they have a song called Gaslighting, too, which is really good. Um, So we watched the music video for Skins. They also released a Lion's version of Suit Dance, which is another song on there. Lion's Den? Lion's version? Den. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Lion's Den version. <laughs> 
I'm die. just saying it ha- that invokes a particular <laughs> image. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> um, and then we watched the choreo vertical version of Skins. Um, hilariously, everyone is wearing a sheer shirt except for the person that usually is shirtless. So I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> um, exactly. But anyways, let's talk about the music video for Skins. Um, don't know if you noticed, this is definitely a continuation off of Libido. <laughs> I, I think I literally put this feels like a sequel. Yes. <laughs> um, very similar imagery as well as like they have that stage. Mm-hmm. Like I think they had the stage out in a forest in Libido, but this one yes. it was on a beach, but it was black yes. instead of white or something like that. Or maybe they were both black. I think the one in Libido is white. Yeah, and I think the one in this one's black. Yes. I feel like it is. Anyway, um, I put the sound again is so original. It's noisy, but like not overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. it has like that K-pop noisy sound, but like it's not where sometimes it could be too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice balance. Um, But then it goes soft and then back to noisy. Like I like the kind of switch ups that they do. Um, and then I put, uh, with the similar beach stage and, and sexual tension. (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah, it feels like a direct sequel for sure, but still has its own thing. Yeah. Like it still very much has its own sound and feel and. Yes. It's like if, if libido was white, this is black. Yes. I can see that. Um, I mean, maybe just because the stages give me imagery, but... Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But don't they do, like, a little bit of black and white filming in this as well? Yeah. Yeah, they do. There's a lot of black and white filming in this, too. Maybe that's why I keep thinking of that song. Like, sometimes I associate color with things, so maybe that's why. No, I mean, it makes sense because um, with... Libido has a very, like, soft... You know what I mean? What? Nothing, just a helicopter making the most noise possible as it flies by my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, did you say libido? What? It's like, what? <laughs> Are you talking about only one of? That's my favorite group. But, like, libido has that very, like, soft filter, you know, yeah. uh, like, light. the lighting is a lot brighter, whereas uh, Skins is very, like, high contrast, dark, or black and white. The blacks, like, really pop mm-hmm. in in this video um so that's probably why i associate those colors with that yeah i thought so i definitely think that this is a continuation off of libido um i found this video to be very interesting in that there's a lot of like focus and touching of different parts of skin so like hands Mm -hmm. touching hands hands touching like wrists arms faces like just different parts of the body um and then if you're reading the lyrics along with this so this song says stuff like take off what's false and like show me what's Mm. under your skin so interesting and then in the description of the music video there's like a little part that they like wrote in there and it says something about like it doesn't matter what what you like the color of your skin like it doesn't matter like what's on the outside whether you're like white black asian hispanic like it doesn't matter 
Like, it's about what's on the inside. So it's, the lyrics are pushing very hard to, like, show us what's under your skin. Like, show us who you are. And it's focusing a lot on that. More like, it seems like it's speaking more of, like, take off your persona. Like, take off the kind of person that you're portraying out to the world and show us who you really are. Well, it could be, like you said, with the stages in that libido is very much about, like, your your first instinct mm-hmm. and tiptoeing into that without knowing that it's wrong or knowing that what you're doing mm-hmm. or, like, what society tells you is wrong. Yes. And, like, just that innocent instinct of, like, this feels good and I'm going to experiment with that. Whereas this one is, like, you maybe have those... Um, societal barriers in your head or like yes you now have developed this persona of like this is what i should be thinking this is what um society tells me it is and then this song is kind of more leaning into that of like take that away and just that's exactly what what it's doing yeah that's exactly what it's saying because it's it's a lot of the lyrics like point out like of shedding social norms and like shedding taboos and because in libido, right, it was about experimentation and trying to feel your desires, whereas, like, this one is about, like, the choice that you've made, right? Mm-hmm. Because even in this one, there's even more of, like, the sensuality between, like, the male it's members. It's and- less innocent feel to it. Yes. It has more of a, like, relationship, like, pushing the into love. Passion and... yeah. Yeah. Where it's moved past the point of experimentation into, like, decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was also interesting that I found is that there is literally an extra person in this music video who is the camera. If you notice, there's certain parts where they're, like, around the camera and, like, pulling you in to be a part of their group, to be a part of them interesting especially like on the beach because all six of them you can see in it so there is literally an extra person that they're trying to involve as part of like what's going on it's as if the camera or the audience is a part of what is happening as in like you're involved in their group you're part of that friendship part of that love kind of thing so i noticed i like that yeah i had to rewatch that it's very interesting because it's not during the part where they're, like, dancing on the stage. It's in the color portions when they're on the the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see them, like, come on, come on, like, like making motions towards, like, some mm-hmm. mysterious person, like, towards true, true, the true, camera. True. Yeah. And at one point, they, like, all come really close and start pulling on, like, the person's hand or arm kind of thing. Very true. Yep. So it's very interesting. Um, so we also watched lion's den suit dance version Mm -hmm. um their choreography gets me every time like there's no way to not pay attention to them like like there could be like your phone could be ringing you're like no i'm busy watching (laughs) yeah i'm busy i'm sorry (laughs) and like every single member gets an opportunity to shine within this music video and i'm not gonna lie i've i've been trying super hard to pick a bias and i think this video sold it for me on like who i want as my interesting okay um but also like the vocal ability it's like chef kiss like Mm -hmm. they're so good and like 
Mill just kills those like rapping verses that he does like every single time like the one in libido is so good the one in suit dance and skins is so good (laughs) oh yeah he stands out for sure in like the best way oh yeah um also sucker for a for a um good music video where a bunch of dudes wearing suits absolutely Mm -hmm. actually anyone wearing suits male female it does not matter just a sucker for oh, a well-fitted oh, uh, suit. You know me. I go endless about that. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just a sucker for a well-fitted suit. And they look so good. There was like that part where they like were dancing with the suit jacket. And I was just like. <sighs> well-fitted suit or the like very structured, slightly baggy, but like tight shirt underneath or tight uh, something underneath. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the three-piece suit because they were killing it with the vest. <sighs> My God. This song is really good, too. So mm-hmm. good. It is very good. Oh, my God. And then we watched <laughs> the vertical, the choreo vertical version so- of Skins. And I was just like, why did I put this? In? I was like, it's too early for this. It's so funny because literally every single person was like in a sheer shirt. Except for the one person who's normally shirtless in all the videos. Like the person who wears a shirt the most that like you don't see a lot of skin of is Mill, I have to mm-hmm. say. Boy was in a sheer of sheer shirts. Almost like Yep. Yep. Good day. Also like the muscles and just I'm having a problem right now. It was way too early to be watching all these music videos. <laughs> this like There's a lot of muscles. Like there's so much going I- on. <laughs> Like, the choreography is so good, but they are just so damn distracting as just people. Yes. Anyways, so <laughs> that is it for, yeah, that. So yeah. there's some other stuff. So one of the other ways that only one of has, like, stands out, like, it's one of the ways that they were trying to, like, uh, make just make content. I guess, right. like, making content, getting it out there so, that, like, other people would find them, is they've done a lot of covers of Western songs, so they, like, put their own choreography to songs, and then they did it, put it out as a video on YouTube, and they've also done rearrangements of other K-pop songs. So they took a K-pop song that they really liked, they did their own arrangement of it, like, rearranged it, did their own vocals, rapping, everything with it, and then put choreography to it. Like, some of the choreography from... The original and then instituted some of their own and then they created these like like amazing versions of songs that we already know so they did money by dawn which i mm-hmm. love that song and their version is really really good their version's very good yeah um they did spring day by bts everyone knows how i feel about spring day Mm-hmm. We ugly cried during the concert, so obviously we love the song very much. Their version is amazing. They kill the oh, choreography. Yeah. So good. That, that was probably one of the first things I've seen of them. Yeah. Was their cover of Spring Day. And then they did a cover of Dolphin by Oh My Girl, and it is so good. <laughs> it's very good. Like, that song is very light, bubbly, and this was the complete opposite yeah. of that. Opposite. It's... It's so, so good. So, like, people need to go check it out. And, like, just check out their content in general. They do a V-Live. They do a, a YouTube live every day at midnight, their time. 
every really? single day. Different member every single time. Wow. It's like clockwork. I'll get the notification. I'm like, only one of us is going live soon. I'm like, yeah, they are. Like, they do every day. <laughs> um. So as we have seen during, like, throughout our discussion of their history and their discography, it's very clear that since the debut of only one of... Um, it has been, they have been using their music and their concept to discuss topics such as lust and sexuality, as well as challenging social norms and taboos, which is why I think their, like, usage of cars and very masculine things early on mm-hmm. is, like, in reference to, like, these are the social norms that we're supposed to be sticking to, but then it changes as time goes on. Um, so also in the video that we watched of like introducing us to the members, um, only one of has created an entire storyline and a universe, which we haven't even like dug into that utilizes elements of religion, sex, art, love, heartbreak, space, psychology, cars, probably, and so much more. (laughs) So there's a lot like there's a lot going on with this group there's a lot going on for the future like they've put out a lot of albums a lot of content they have physical albums for almost every single thing that they've released that's awesome um they they seem to be very heavily involved in what they're putting out and mm-hmm. i always love groups that do that because to me it feels like art mm-hmm. and not just some company that's put together something and you know, it's it's not just marketing. It's like, no, this is like what we feel, what we want to interpret and what we want to show. And it feels more that way. It's it's very interesting. Like it's it's so wonderful that there is so much more liberty in being able to put out the kind of music that they want to put out, because not a lot of groups get that opportunity where they get the like the chance to be able to write their own songs, produce their own songs and be so heavily involved. And it, not that there's anything wrong with like them putting out songs that are given to them by their company or other people, songwriters, producers and things like that, because they still do a really great job of like creating that content and putting it out. But a lot of times, like they don't get the choice necessarily. It doesn't mean that they're less than artists because of that. Yeah. Like, it's no. that's why it like it has a different feel when when they're so heavily involved in everything. So it's they're really trying to make a space for themselves that's very unique within K-pop, but also try to break down barriers, which there oh, are yeah, a lot members of, of their society. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of barriers and a lot of things that that they comment on that are both prevalent in Western society as well as Korean culture and Korean society. So that's why it was very interesting at like how much of a controversy libido caused and that their response to that Mm -hmm. as well. It was very like at first I wasn't sure what was going to happen if they were going to tone it down and stay within like more of a social norms. But instead they decided to Kool-Aid man that door and they were Mm -hmm. like, no, this is who we are. This is what we're doing. If you don't like it, then don't follow us. Don't well, was, follow our content. It was content. kind of the whole point of the song. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to kind of go against that would kind of feel weird. Exactly. So, I'm glad that they stuck to their beliefs and mm-hmm. doubled down. Yes. And all of us that follow them are so much happier for it. Mm-hmm. My God, mm-hmm. that video that was right, that performance that was right after the one that they toned down when his like, 
it was like hand on the crotch. <laughs> Slow move down. It was so just like very apparent that they were like, oh no, this is what we're doing. And we're like, mm-hmm. okay, got it. Yup. Yup. Um, but anyways, this is another very long episode. I hope that people take the chance, take the time and like to check them out. They're very, very good. Um, check out some of their covers, their rearrangements, check out all their music videos. Good luck getting through the libido era. It was a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you will love it. I'm sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of you can't stop me loving K-pop the show notes for this episode and every other episode can be found on our website anchor.fm forward slash loving K-pop podcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using our handle at LovingKpopPod. If you want to chat with us in real time, um, you can join our Slack workspace or Discord server that we share with our network. And invite links for those will be included in our show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the geek to geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek to geekmediacom to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts and streamers. And until next time, bye! Bye! When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.